Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, October 13th, 2023. Ooh, Friday the 13th. Yes, almost as scary as whatever it is, the 31st. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you do the crossword? I did. And was it better than Thursdays? Oh, much. Mm-hmm. Much. So... Yeah, I, I enjoyed solving it. Mm -hmm. It was a good challenge for me, but not not quite as bad as a Friday usually is. Right. I think uh, they were trying to compensate. Well, maybe, maybe, but I, I did enjoy the solve. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I found it to be about one-tenth the difficulty, <laughs> if not more, um, or as it were, less than, than Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no confusing theme to suss out. And I thought the clues were very funny. There, there, there yeah, was a lot was of... Great. Like even one across. One's getting lit at a party, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, someone smoking marijuana, uh, yeah, someone doobies, drinking. And then I put reefers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Turned out to be matches. Matches. <laughs> that, was, that was quite good. Uh -huh. um, 17 across... Tame, metaphorically, that took me a while, vanilla. Right. Because I was thinking of it as the verb. Oh, so, uh, um I didn't know uh, 18 across. Rock subgenre named for its aggressive vocals. Screamo. Oh, what a great name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know any good screamo groups? Ah! <laughs> I don't. Uh -huh. And that was right above 19. Which was another great clue. Pitching coach, voice teacher. Yes. That was that I was I bet most people who sing in screamo groups don't have voice teachers, but mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I, I think I had I think that actually the top left corner was sort of the hardest part for me. Um five down choppers. It was five letters and I went for teeth. Oh me too. When it should have been helos. I, I thought about helicopters, mm. but I thought, how do you Bell helicopter with five letters. So, turns out it's just helos. Right. Mm -hmm. Just like choppers are an abbreviation, in a sense, of, of helicopter, I guess. Right. Uh, the herb in many potato dishes, turns out it was chive. That's correct. I was going for basil to start. Oh, no, that's more in, in pasta dishes. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, but it wasn't, there wasn't too much challenging in that corner, I guess, other than those. Um, 26 across, where more hot dogs are sold than at all Major League Baseball no, stadiums thought, combined. Thought that was fascinating. Costco. Costco, yes. That was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. um, I, li I also liked, uh, even 8 down, 50.1%, technically, most. Right. Um, Did you get 34 across right away? Focus on some modern ethical debates, chat GPT. No, I did not. It, it took me quite a while to realize that's what they were talking about. Oh. And um, so obviously this crossword's not, let's see, this is October. Chat GPT came out last November, so we can sort of date when this crossword was written between <laughs> November of last year and now. Right. Was that a debut for chat GPT? Yes. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. And as far as far as a debut word, I thought you were referring to November when it oh, first came out. No, no. Um, 
Well, we can check with our good friends at xwordinfo.com. And let's see, ChatGPT. Yep, it was. Was a was a debut word, mm-hmm. as was Voice Teacher. Mm-hmm. And Helos, uh, it was unique to the Shorts era, oh. which is quite a long time when you think about it. Right. Uh, right after ChatGPT, they had another great clue. Thirty-eight across figure with exactly ten digits. So I thought a billion. <laughs> Because if you count, there are 10 digits there. But the correct answer was mermaid. Right. That was very good. Yes, yes. I hope. Uh, and then the next one, flag bearer, was referee. Yes, that was also great. Oh, yes. Just a lot of fun stuff happening mm-hmm. in the grid here. Yeah. Oh, and 52 across. Music festival lineup. Boy, that took me forever because <laughs> I'm like, well, it could be, you know, list of participants or star-studded, you know, I was just thinking of all kinds of things that could be, turned out to be porta-potties. Yes. <laughs> these were all, these were all great clues, just mm-hmm. just a lot of fun stuff happening. And then here. the one right under that, 56 across, point of no return, Rubicon, mm-hmm. what a great word. Yeah. I, I've heard that word, but I've never, I don't think I've ever actually used it. It's a river, right? The Rubicon, you cross the Rubicon? I guess. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the point of no return. Oh, okay. Um, 63 across, wish me luck, here I go. Yes, uh, I had hope I do for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but no, it was here I go. Yep. So this was a good crossword. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah it, was, it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And it was by John Clark Levin. <laughs> did Did you happen to read the comments in wordplay? Did people about this one? Uh huh. Uh, no. Oh, I was just I... wondering if they had calmed down since yesterday. Yeah, I, I'm sure every one of them wrote much better than yesterday's. <laughs> or maybe they'd say too easy. <laughs> well, it's it's possible. Um, you know, when you first look at it, it is kind of daunting because there weren't a lot of black squares. Um, but uh, but it really, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I was finding answers in just about every corner fairly, fairly readily. Yeah. And so right. that was sort of a, that was sort of a good sign. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, well, we'll come back and talk about... Um, Thursday's crossword because we've actually got a, a listener mail that addresses that. So okay, but uh, first it is Friday, which means it's time for Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> and actually, our idea, of our our fun fact for Fun Fact Friday is also coming from listener mail. Oh. Uh, this is from Trey, and he writes possible fact for Fun Fact Friday question mark, and we'll answer that. Yes, yes. Um, hi, Gene and Mike. In the episode covering the Friday, October 6th puzzle, you mentioned enjoying the clue for uh, 29 across. Transportation for a bride, question mark. I, too, uh, love that clue, especially because it reminded me of a fun fact I picked up on the Merriam-Webster website. I thought I'd call it to your attention in case you wanted to use it as a fun fact Friday, or as your super fans like me call it, a triple F. (laughs) Sounds like scores some of my students got in their exams. I didn't know until stumbling upon this fact on the dictionary website that the word train was first used to refer to the extended part of a dress that's pulled along, like a bridal gown with a train pulled by the bride. Only after centuries of use in that context did it come to be associated with locomotives and train cars. 
Why? The answer is simple. Railroads hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> Alas, it seems that this train of an email has reached its terminus, so I'll stop here. Oh. Trey. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So that so the, it was really, uh, they named trains after, after bridal gowns. Wow. That's very interesting. That is. That is. I, I guess, you know, I never really thought about it, but it is. Why do they call them trains? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, and let's see, our, our second bit of listener mail. So we've had quite a few people, uh, provide feedback on the, um, on our triplet Tuesday contest, which by the way, is still going on. Right. You have till Sunday. Yes. And w- uh, yesterday we had actually stated Saturday, but we didn't mean to change the due date on no. people. It no. is Sunday. Yes, it um, is. But anyways, this is this is also from Trey, uh, Triplet Tuesday score. Hi, Gene and Mike. I had the same exact score as Mike, 132. I know it's still technically the Pac-12, but with the mm-hmm. most recent conference shakeups, they're down to the Pac-4 and dwindling. Plus, as someone who came of age in the 90s, it'll always be the Pac-10 to me. Now, I have no idea what he's talking about there. That seems <laughs> well, to involve football. I was thinking, too, you know, Pac-10, but then I thought, oh... It must be two. There must be two more teams now. But okay. But he says now it's back four. Really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you hit the pack zero, it's no longer a pack, right? Right. You know, usually they packs grow, but mm-hmm. you know, like when I was growing up, it was the Big Ten. Well, I lived in the Midwest, so it was the Big Ten. But now I believe it's the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and there, there's more. Um, mm-hmm. Also, a little background on Tuesday's puzzle. Lolo Jones, I remember that name, is part of a long tradition of sprinters moonlighting as bobsledders. Really? Apparently. Former pro football players slash sprinters Willie Goh and Herschel Walker competed for the U.S. team alongside sprinters Roger Kingdom, Ronaldo Namaya, and the goat of hurdlers Edwin Moses. Edwin Moses, I remember him. And Jamaica, a hotbed of world-class sprinters, including the world's fastest man, Usain Bolt, for whom my uh, car is named, uh, famously fielded a bobsled team made up of sprinters who inspired the Disney movie Cool Runnings. Oh, and on Tuesday, the Doris Day song referred to in 48 Across is in fact called Whatever Will Be Will Be, despite the fact that everyone calls it Kusara Sara. Yes. I agree that that was a tough puzzle, though, as someone who has spent plenty of time in and around Broome County, New York, (laughs) I did have an advantage on that one. Here's hoping for an easier, themeless set, Trey. Yeah. And and I think your hope was, was realized. Yes, yes, definitely. So it's called Whatever Will Be Will Be. I never knew that. Because, uh, you know, I took piano lessons, and I remember playing that. Mm-hmm. But I remember that it was called Kesarasara. Well, <laughs> apparently you have... In my, in my music book. You have misremembered. Mm, no, no, it was called Kesarasara. Our last <laughs> bit of listener mail for today, this is from Randall, mm-hmm. uh, titled, I Concur. Hi, guys. I was so relieved to hear your assessment of Thursday's puzzle. I felt the same. I did eventually solve it after over an hour, but of, but I, uh, of course, thought, who could possibly know the answers to some of these relatively obscure clues? I thought it was rather, rather challenging for a Thursday. Because I live in New York, though, I did know Broome County. Oh, right. <laughs> but what are the chances? Everyone knows, Everyone knows Broome County. County except us. But what are the chances someone in Wyoming knowing that? Yeah. Almost nil, I would say. <laughs> Likewise with Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yes. 
That being said, what are your thoughts on Google Assistance in search of an answer? I avoid doing that, but if a crossword, usually Saturday, ceases to be fun, I give myself cautious permission to not look for a specific answer exactly, but instead to research a subject in order to educate myself on a particular subject in order to seek an answer. Yes, that's what I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go, I go, you know, I put in a keyword and I, and then I like it, look at Wikipedia and right. eventually find the answer. Yes. Well, I think, you know, it, it, it depends. I mean, all sorts of people have different sort of thoughts on this. And um, I, there's a quote, a, a fam- relatively famous quote from an editor of uh, the New York Times crossword. That being Will Wang, he was the second crosswords editor of the New York Times, and he edited between 1969 and 1977. And when he was asked about this, is it you know okay to look things up? He said, "It's your puzzle. Solve it any way you like." Yeah. So there's there's permission uh, right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my uh, it, it you know my personal thought is I I don't like to look stuff up. I know you don't. I I really really because you know everything else in my life I start typing and then some AI bot throws up the answer for me and I just like I like the idea of being in a space where no one's going to tell me the answer right away. Mm-hmm. But but even before there were AI bots, you never liked to look up an answer. <laughs> well, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to this, it's it's obviously like like Will Wing said, it's your crossword. Solve it any way you want. Right. Um, and but uh, let's see. Um, um, getting back to to Randall's letter here. Uh, for example, for the clue baby eels, I just googled eels, not baby eels, but just eels, mm-hmm. and eventually found out that baby ones are called elvers. Now I know, and I will never forget it. I had to work for the answer and have now educated myself, so I feel good about that. So is it cheating? Not to me. What say you? Definitely not to me. That's I not would, cheating. I would concur. And 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 like you, Randall, I I always feel like I learned something. Like. Like you say, Elvers, I'll, I'll remember that now. Right. <laughs> so that, and that's one of the great things about crossword because mm-hmm. it is a learning experience sometimes. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, it should be. They should be fun mm-hmm. and they should be entertaining, mm-hmm. and and most of the time, the New York Times does both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still, you know, sort of a staunch defender of Thursday's crossword. I know it was exceptionally hard, <laughs> and if I hadn't solved it, I'd hate it. Well, I've, mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't look down upon us who. Look some stuff up because we I, couldn't I help it. I never would look down on <laughs> anyone who looks stuff up. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not. We're not saying it was a bad puzzle. No, we're just saying we had to look stuff up. Oh, there were a lot of people who were saying it was <laughs> well, a bad yeah, puzzle. I know, but but I know I didn't think it was a bad puzzle. Right. It was just an extremely hard one. For yes, me. yep. And mm-hmm. and again, it had been a, had it been a Saturday crossword or. Uh, again, another day of the week that doesn't exist that's so hard no one can even find the day, <laughs> then that would have been fine. But um, So anyway, thank you so much, Randall, for writing that. Thank you, Trey, for writing your your notes. Yep. And for anyone else who would like to uh, uh, join in the conversation here, <clears throat> you can always drop us a line, crosswordpodcast at iCloud.com, which by coincidence is the same place you should be sending your answers uh, for Triplet Tuesday. If you haven't heard th- about that contest, go back to this Tuesday's um, episode, listen to it, play the contest, let us know how you've done. Uh, we've been getting quite a few answers uh, or quite a few responses right now, and they all are 
extremely interesting. Yes. <clears throat> if you get a chance as well, when you when you solve the crossword, also if if you just happen to remember, let us know what you guessed first before you got to your final answer, because that can also be quite uh, quite enlightening. Yeah. That is it for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you're enjoying these podcasts. And just to name it for a third or possibly fourth or fifth time, you can always let us know, crosswordpodcast at iCloud.com. That's it for today. We'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.